For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Yeah. Yo, man, that was a lot. <laughs> what, what? What's that? That was that was a lot. That was a lot. A lot. A lot. <laughs> it was. That, that was exactly what I expected. It, it it took me a little bit to recover from that one. I never. I don't even know if I'm fully recovered. This is the Believe in Forty ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. Niners go into Dallas, knock off the Cowboys in the Super Wild Card weekend to advance to the divisional round. We will break all that down. We got game balls as well. We'll get to your tweets. Also, a special announcement from my man ED coming up uh, later in the pod as well. Um, we'll get into all that, but first, I want to encourage you and remind you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like or follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead and hit that like or follow button, uh, feel free to get involved in the conversation. I'm at R Haylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at Eric Davis underscore, 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 underscore. That's four. So here we go, ED. Man, uh-huh. so much to break down from this one. Well, first, let me just get like, that. that was the first time that like I really couldn't celebrate. Like it was. What you mean? I was, I was exhausted. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it, like I, I had one good fist pump in me at, at the end, and then, and then that, that was it. It, it took me back to like my coaching days, kind of where it was like, okay, you know, you're in this must-win situations. It's like, all right, you know, we win. It was like more like relief than like you know anything else. I mean, I still, I still, it was still <laughs> enjoyable. I, I still enjoyed it, but yeah. Like, yeah, that, yeah. That last minute, which actually took like 20, 30 minutes in real time, like that took a lot out your boy. Like I was, I was, man, I was done. Like done. done. Well, well, that's the, that's the energy of the playoffs. Doesn't it? Every play has so much more significance. It has so much more importance because that play could be the end of your season. Is that there is no next week guaranteed. So that's, that's how it feels. That's playoff football. That's the fun part, man. That's, that's yeah. why you play the game. But I, I, you know, I told you, I don't know. I, I know I said it on the pod, but the pod before the pod, the pod after the pod, what did I tell you? You said you Dallas was not going to be able to deal with them. I said it was going to be an ugly game. That's how the Niners play. They need to make it ugly. But at no point were they ever out of control. I even told you. Jimmy was going to have a couple of Jimmy moments, and they'd survive it. You said that. Right? I, I asked you, I said, can Jimmy survive? I said, can can they survive a, a Jimmy turnover? Uh, and you, you you said that. You said, yes, they could. Um, yes. And, and they, like and they're they, gonna, they're going to have to. Yeah, I said they're going to have to because he's going to have his moments. Because what we said, we talked about it. That's an opportunistic secondary. Jimmy's going to have those throws. Like the Rams did, I said that that's the type of secondary that's going to take advantage of those throws. You're not going to continue to get away with them, and he didn't. But defensively, they did what they needed to do. 
They took care of business. They didn't stress about it. Um, there were times in this game, uh, from a coaching standpoint, you can tell that they had the guys ready to go. Their head was straight. They knew the moment. The players and the coaches have to be uh, commended for understanding the importance of not giving up that two to one before the half, um, where you where where the, the Cowboys had an opportunity to to steal some of that first half momentum, going to the going to the um, locker room feeling good and come back out and get the ball and steal that from you, steal the game from you. They didn't allow that to happen. Josh Norman gives up a fake punt. Still don't know how you did that, Josh. You got to know better than that. You're old enough. You know better. But he gives up the fake punt. What does the defense do? They go out that was and stop huge. him again. That was huge. Stop him again. So, so understanding the importance of that situational football, taking advantage of that, and, and, and not letting the team breathe. They literally beat the Cowboys up. They beat them up. I knew they would. And that's what I said. Don't disappoint them. They, they, only people talk about the bully is the person who's worried about the bully. Yeah. <laughs> so don't disappoint them. They think you're a bully. Go punch them in the face. And that's what they did. I'm keeping my milk money today, right? Yeah. I, 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 that, that's it. Like that, That's it. Took the milk money. That's it. Took Bert, the milk Bert. money, bit, bit, bit the apple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. And so, it's a cowboy. Let's, go ahead. Go ahead. So, so we, we buried the lead here. We got game balls to give out, E.D. Oh, um, damn. Who who you who e that, that that's an e me e me um who you got um game ball um playoff game ball let me see where you know what I got so excited I hadn't even thought about who I want to give a game ball to but this, this was a you tough know what one. actually actually you know what this isn't a tough one this isn't a tough one for me except now I just put some thought into it I didn't even think about it until you just said it now as soon as, soon as I think about it um I'm I'm giving my game ball to Demico uh, Ryan. You lost your two best defenders. Yeah. You lost your two best defenders, and you really didn't have a drop-off. So, D'Amico, um, uh, you got to give this dude credit. And what did I say? This defense is better than people think it is. Better than people think. You know, I, I was like, Jimmy is better than people think, and they are as physical as expected. And that's how that's what's going to help them survive. So that's that's what my game ball is going right there because you, you're not supposed to be able to play when you lose your your front line and your second level best defenders. You should have had a drop off and you didn't. Yeah, that, I mean that 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 was huge in itself, right? Um, it, it's funny, like thinking about this, I'm like, okay, well, may I could I could go Debo, right? I mean, like mm-hmm. essentially, that's easy. Could, right? Like, I mean, that, that that's an easy one. I mean, so much it's so easy that that last week we talked about everybody but Debo when we were we were we were breaking down the the, the Rams win right and, and he was huge in that one, um, but I'm gonna go I'm gonna stick to the defense side of the ball, um, but I'm gonna go D line. Um, I think what those guys did, you know, Bosa obviously when he was in there, but even you know when he was out the game, I mean guys came in there and they stepped up and they continued to apply relentless pressure to Dak. They got to him. They were able to sack him. They were able to to disrupt what the Cowboys wanted to do uh offensively. So I'm gonna go D line for my I'm, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with a position okay. group and I'm gonna go D line uh for my game ball or game balls rather uh this this week. Um I'm with it. I'm with it. So get so getting back to this one. There there's another part of this, right? Like and and, and I, I believe both can be true. I, I believe that the 49ers stepped up. They met the moment, right? Like you lose your two your, your two best defenders, right? And and, and, you, and you didn't flinch. 
um, you know, offensively, Jimmy had that bad throw, that that turnover, right? They didn't flinch. They were still were able to hold on, right? But at the same uh-huh. time, and I was thinking about this Saturday night, like there's going to come a point in this time where Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys are going to kind of be true to who they are. And we saw that. And it almost got me in the holiday mood because I feel like I kind of want to send a, a, a gift card to him and, and that entire that entire organization over there because <laughs> they, they the penalties on their part um, and, and also I mean you can talk about the, the bad clock management as well like all of those things I think uh, allowed for the, them not to help their own cause because if we're being completely honest about this thing. They had their opportunities. They had their chances, especially on, on that last drop. Well, those last couple when? of years, right? Like when I, I you know they got stopped, and they got stopped on those last couple of drives. All right. Well, so, let, well, let, well, well. This this what I, this what I mean from that. The the Niners were able to get on their last offensive possession, right? The one that ended up with with Debo coming up just about a, a foot short of of uh-huh. the down marker. On that drive, prior to even getting to to the Debo play, which was I felt like a great play call by Kyle Shanahan, by the way. But prior to even getting there, um, two first downs, Niners were able to extend the drive as a result of Dallas penalties, right? Like Dallas did what Dallas does, right? They're the worst in in the league when it comes to penalties, right? So they did that, and and that was a consistent theme throughout the throughout the day in terms of them being able to shoot themselves in the foot, and then on on the the ensuing drive when Dallas had that opportunity uh, to when Dallas had the opportunity to to come down and, and probably take the lead. Right. That that, that very last drive, um, you look at the clock management like it, it was just it was just atrocious. So I, I feel like they had their I feel like they had their chances. They had their opportunities, but they kind of they kind of pissed down their legs, so to speak. Um, and, and that definitely helped. With, but with that being said, I still agree with you in the sense that, and that's why I say I think both can be true in the sense that the Niners basically controlled this game from beginning to end, right? I mean, without question, Dallas had their hiccups, but at the same time, the Niners had their injuries, this, that, or the other. They didn't flinch. Niners turned the ball over. They did not flinch. Um, They turned Dax. They turned Dax pick into seven. Uh, The Dallas Cowboys. Um, they were able to turn Jimmy's pick into seven, but at the same time, like they couldn't do anything else, you know, uh, aside from that. Um, and that was really what allowed them to get back into the game that made it made it even closer. Um, that, that had this game even closer than than it probably should have been if, if we're being yeah. completely honest. Um, and so, but the Cowboys were who they've been, right? A, a penalty plague team and one that has been notorious for mismanaging the clock. Yes. And we saw yes. all of that. Okay, so now, so now, with that being said, that's why that's why it, it's been so interesting to me, just the media, the national media, and everything on how the Dallas Cowboys screwed everything up. No, the, when you get to the playoffs, that's why I, I have said this year in and year out as we've done this pod that getting to the playoffs, you're going against good football teams. You're going to do what you do. What what did I say on this? I said you you. You've been practicing your routine to a certain song. You gotta dance to that song now. You can't decide all of a sudden you're gonna put a whole different anthem out there and think things are gonna be different. You're going to do what you've done. And and that's just it. So this team, 
played the way they have always played. The difference is that they played with somebody hitting them in the face all the time. They weren't in their division. They weren't playing against ball clubs that would allow them to do what they wanted to do and play that pretty football and say, what can we do to stop it? The Niners imposed their will. And you can do that when you are a physical football team. And that's the way they, they did what they do. Even down to that last play where they're talking about the refs this, the refs that. No, no, you didn't know the rules. You didn't know the rules. And the other part of it, forget not getting the snap off. Who's to say when you get the snap off that you were going to score a touchdown? That part, <laughs> right? That part, right? I mean, you, had, you still, you still you got another 20, 25 yards to go, right? I mean. Thank you. And you had, and it's not like you've been dicing up the secondary all day long. It wasn't one of those days. So all of this, you should have, could have won. No, the Niners played the same way they always play. You have good Jimmy. What did I say? Good Jimmy, bad Jimmy shows up to every game. Which Jimmy is going to be, which one's going to be more dominant? The good Jimmy was more dominant. I told you he was going to have a couple of what the hell throws. We know that it's going to happen defensively. What did I say? They have gotten better. The secondary is better than people give, give the credit to be. They are growing. That unit has gotten better. And then and they stay physical on both sides of the ball the entire game. They did what they've always done. The, that beats the Dallas Cowboys. So it, it's, it's not – football is simple. Football is such a simple game. It, I mean, it, it has to work in unison. The, the complication is making the chaos have order. But the game itself is really simple. And, and no matter what you do with the pretty football, no matter what college coach comes in and new scheme comes around, at the end of the day, it always goes back to tough. You got to be tough to play this game. And if I'm tougher than you, I got a really good chance of beating you because I can make you not think. And when you can't think, you do what Kyler Murray did last last night. You just throw a ball to somebody on the two-yard line because you're not thinking. When you're thinking, you're like, take the safety, play defense. It's a field goal. We're back. We got those points back. When you're not thinking because you're worried about getting hit in the beat like the Cowboys were, like Dak was, you, you make mistakes and you get out of character. Football is hard to play when you're not thinking. Yeah, I think – I think that the Niners came out and they were who they are and, and, and they were who they have been. Um, I, I, one thing about the, the Dallas defense, though, that, I mean, they can fly. I mean, that defense was fast. That, that was a, that may be the fastest defense I've seen this year. And, and, but at the, at the same time, I think the Niners were able to take away or take advantage of that because they are so fast and 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 they're they're straight line in terms of their pursuit. So all the misdirection and stuff that Kyle was doing, I think that played right into um the, uh-huh. the night the Niners' hands. But when they tried, like when there was no like when they just tried to go straight ahead or they just tried to go right or just tried to go left, like I mean that defense was swarming. Um I, I hadn't I hadn't seen a defense fly to the ball like that all season long. But I mean we talked about it, they're opportunistic, right? So they're gonna go to wherever the ball is or wherever they think the ball is. And I think that's why, uh, you know, some of the misdirection stuff was able to work out uh, so well for the Niners. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, Breaking down this Niners win over the Cowboys. And and, and I'm just, 
Man, I, like, I, I am stoked <laughs> about this, right? I mean, like, I know I was exa- I was tired. I, I was all, all this, you know, but, but it's just, I mean, we haven't seen these two play in a playoff game in, in so long, and, and to actually win this one has been, you know, fantastic. First time the Niners have won in Dallas in the postseason, which, which was great. Um, the faithful, maybe not as much as, as, as that regular season last year, that regular season game la- last season, but um, they were there. I mean, they, they, they were still at Jerry's World. They, they showed out. Um, and so, I mean, that, that, was a, that was a beautiful thing to see as well. Uh, you talked about the growth, right? Like, so now, like, I'm, I'm seeing, you know, from Niners writers and reporters, the growth of the D-line, the growth of the secondary. And it's, look, don't get me wrong, it's warranted, right? But, like, how, how much confidence can we have in both of these units? I, I, I think, for me at least, a little bit more confidence in the D line than the secondary. I'm still a little, I'm still not ready. I got my toe in the water as it relates to the secondary, but I'm really, I'm, I'm still not quite ready to go there and say, oh, you know, this unit is, is this or this unit, this unit is that. I, I, I think they're still, I mean, they're still young. I think they still got a ways to go. But like, like, how much confidence should we have in both of these units, D line as well as the secondary? Um, I as long as you are playing and making guys play ugly football, you can beat up any of these teams. The only team that I was concerned with in the NFC, there's only one team I was concerned with in this draw in the NFC, and they lost last night. Football's about matchups. The only team in the NFC that's in the playoffs right now against were the Cardinals. You saw they can play the same way the Niners. For some reason, their coach doesn't realize that. But when they have to, like when the, when they came into Levi, did you see what the Cardinals did to the, to the 49ers? Did, did, you, did you see how they just beat them up? They can play that same type of football. I saw so, so can So can this defense do the same thing? Can they repeat what they did? Yes. The Packers are not that type football team. They can play that way. They can play that way against them. They, they, they can. Tampa is going to be a little tougher if they had to play Tampa, but because Tampa can do that and they have that mindset to play that way, but that's going that's the, that's a, a matchup. Green Bay, I'm not concerned with. The only thing, the only thing that concerns me going to Green Bay is the elements, because because I've I've done it, I've been there. I had to play in 24 below zero with the wind chill. It was 24 below, and I'm sorry you just can't get you can't acclimate to that. You're, you there's just nothing you can do, and my body shut down. So if you get one of those crazy cold days, there's this it, it's different. And you you just don't know how your body's going to respond to it. But yes, I have faith that the defensive front can do what they do and harass Aaron Rodgers, which will allow the secondary to make plays. I also think that the secondary is capable of making plays against those guys. I've seen them make plays now against other good players, and I think they can do it here as well. Um, And I also know, and you know too, that Aaron Rodgers is not the same when he is consistently getting harassed the way this front four can harass him. So, yes, I do have faith in him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because it's like – it's weird. It's, I mean, obviously they've, they've made, they've, they've grown leaps and bounds, right? And we, we've been talking about the D line, especially going back, you know, last few weeks of the regular season, right? Like, wow, like this, this unit has really, has, has really grown. They've really made some strides. And, and then, 
you know, there was there was a lot of questions, a lot of questions about the secondary. And then Ambry comes in, it's like, yeah. well, where, where did he come from, right? And still, you know, a little shake in the beginning, but over these last couple of weeks, he's he's really uh, he's really showed out. Um, and, and then you got, you know, obviously got Tart and Ward, and and you got Eman over on the other side. Him being healthy, I think, is is a huge thing. I, I think that 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 can't be understated. You know, him coming back and making. Uh, and returning to the lineup against the Rams last week, I think that was huge. And we've talked about this before, how, you know, just him being in the lineup makes an impact. It makes a difference yeah. um, as relates to to the secondary. So it's it's very interesting. Um, and, and it's but to see what everybody's writing and what everybody is saying is like, wow, like, OK, this team is here now, like all the way up here now, you know, as and as and specifically as it relates to those position groups. Um, I, well, well, you I know, with the, the D line, I'm still a little hesitant to go there with with the with with with, with the um with, with the secondary, especially with, like I mean, well, I'm, no. I'm reading things that people are saying like, oh, the Niners may have their two corners of the future in E Man and Ambry, and, and and I don't know, I'm just not I'm just not quite ready to go there uh to go there yet, but I I do think that they're playing really well. They're playing a high level football right now, which is much needed this time of year. Um, that, see, this is the thing, too, you got to look at, because I hear everything that you're saying and the apprehension that you have there, but you, I look at the way this defense is playing. I don't need to single out, I don't need to single out the secondary or the D-line or the linebacking group. Um, the, the defense is playing well as a unit. So now the question that is your concern is, can individuals hold up? Well, the individuals that we see on the field, they have been able to hold up and make plays. They're not going to have to. Ambry, E-Man, we can go Tart, Ward, we can go Bosa, you can go Warner. None of them are going to be in a position where they are isolated the entire game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. None of them. So they don't, they don't, have, to, they don't have to do it every play. You just have to do it when you have to do it. And that's what they have shown, that they can do it when they need to do it. So that's where my confidence comes from. The unit is playing well. The unit goes into games and they are being coached and game plan to where they understand their opponent and how to make their opponent uncomfortable. That's all you can do. And you make them make the perfect play. And if they make the perfect play, hey, they got the coach on that one. You line up and you play the next snap. You just try to get them on the ground and it's first down. Yeah. No, Doesn't matter if they game, you know, so that so that's what you do. You got to understand that. And this group seems to understand that. Yeah, I, I think I think that unit as a whole, as you mentioned, I think they they are playing extremely well right now. But I'd be remiss if I said I didn't have concerns going to the Dallas game with with the with with their big with Dallas's explosive play capability in in the passing game, I think that that was a concern for me heading into that game, and and it really was non-existent. Um, so I told you, yeah. you do you you can't you can't have explosive plays when guys are laying on their backs. You don't have those explosive plays when guys are sound in their coverage. When people are where they're supposed to be is very difficult to make a play. Most plays are made in the NFL, not because someone beat you, but because you made a mistake. So that, that's the part you got to understand and know and live and believe. 
if, if you do what you're supposed to do, it's very, very difficult for a team to, to beat you. And, that, and, and this, they've been, they're sound. They're sound. And now part of it, you, of course, you have to have the actual athletic ability. <laughs> that's yeah. a given. You know, that's important to be able to actually run with someone and have the strength to do it. But they have all of that. They have all of that. And that's what I said that about a couple of years ago. I was saying about E-Man. He's got everything he needs to be a good corner. I said the same thing about Ambry. And, you know, I keep getting asked about him. I was like, he's just got to learn. He's got to grow. He's got everything. I, you know, he and I were communicating um, after the game. And, and we were talking about it. And I told him, like, do you. I was like, it's time, now it's time for you to get cocky. That's who you are as a player. I was like, that, that's, and he was like, I, I, I want to, man. He was like, I, I'm so ready. I'm so, I want to, I want, I said, just, just do you be comfortable. And the sooner you get to being yourself and making your plays and doing your thing, then you'll be fine. That's, that's where I think they are. So individually they can hold up as a unit. They're fine. And, and these explosive players that, and we'll get into it later in the week, Devontae and all these things. We know how good they are, yeah. how good he is, how good Aaron Rodgers is. Oh, we, we know that. But you, we've also seen Aaron Rodgers look pretty normal against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And, they, and when, they, when they hit him. So that's what you have to do. It's, it's really simple. You just have to hit him. That, that, that's a fact. Of course, during, throughout the week, we'll be monitoring Fred Warner and Nick Bosa, uh, both their their injuries. Warner, of course, the ankle. Shanahan saying earlier in the week that he, he was pretty confident, you know, Warner be able to practice and and play this week. Uh, Bosa in the protocols. That's a whole other thing. Um, so that that's going to have to be monitored, obviously, a lot more uh, closely. But Fred, I mean, Fred looked. I mean, he wasn't able to go out there, but he looked good on the sideline, jumping up and down. I mean, like that, a lot of that probably could have been adrenaline, but I mean, he, he looked like you know he was at least able to have you know some mobility. So you hope you yeah. know, hope that it can get better um, from from there on. Uh, you got a big announcement, my man. You you got something up coming big. Uh, here. Oh well, I don't know. I don't know if it's big. It's oh, just, it's big. It's, just, it's big. It's just it's just, a, it's just a chance to just chop it up. That, that that's all. So um, you know, the forty nine brag for me, man. Humble brag. That's all right. I'll do it for no, you. The, it is huge. No, forty nine ers want me to sit down and do a little meet and greet with the fans. So um, this Thursday, this Thursday, all of you guys, those faithful out there that are that are available around lunchtime, twelve p.m. On you know. Um, West Coast time, 12, 12 noon, uh, we are going to do a little um, chop it up session uh, for the for the 49ers supporters. So you go to supporters.49ers.com and you can sign up right there. Um, we'll put some more information out uh, more. So that, guys that haven't done it yet, supporters.49ers.com. And it's going to be uh, we're, we're going to talk about the last game, talk about the next game. I'm um, going to have, you know, of course, Q&A in there. Uh, so just check that out. Let's just do that. But, yeah, so this is this is going to come. I and mean, you'll get more information coming out from the 49ers as well. But I just wanted to tell our listeners. I like to tell our people. You know, these are our peeps. These are, so these I are want our peeps. peeps. Yeah. I want our peeps to just join in because, you know, we always do our Q&A. So, you know, this time they might have a setup where I, I get to see your smiling face as well. So let's let's do it. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, time now to get to your tweets. You answered a couple of them already, Ed. Uh, this from our man Kruger. You talked about the not allowing the two for one prior to the half. 
uh, and also, you know, forcing the field goal after that that fake punt, which was huge. Uh, another part of that from our man Kruger uh, is forcing another punt, uh, a second punt after that roughing the kicker. Uh, how how huge was that? Because I, I mean, if you watching the broadcast, I mean, Tony Romo was was geeking out, thinking that was going to be or you know could possibly yeah. be a game changing type of play, and he wasn't wrong. Don't don't get me wrong, he he was not wrong at all, but. The Niners, once again, we talked about it earlier, right? Kind of weathering the storm, right? They they didn't. Yes, yes. How, yeah. how critical uh, was that, being able to force that second punt after that roughing the kicker? One of the most important things you know, you know me, and you've heard me say it enough, that when you step out there on the field defensively, you have to know in that huddle, and someone has to say it, fellas, that ain't got nothing to do with us. Get off, let's get off the field. And that's the mindset that you have to have to have a good defense. You can't get down like, oh man, there's another turnover. You can't get down like, man, I can't believe that they just screwed up that punt. We were off the field. No, your job is to get off the field. It's like last week when I was saying that whole the defense is tired because they're fatigued because the offense didn't do anything. Like, hold up, you can go three and out and rest as much as you like. You can, you can, you literally could do that every series. <laughs> there is nothing that says you have to give up a first down the entire game. So don't bl- you can't blame that. So that's that's mindset is how you win football games. That's especially how you win a, a, a playoff football game because you have to be able to handle the certain change. And that was a great job right there. And what it does, it suffocates all hope because you saw Romo Romo was excited about it he's that offensive guy he's that quarterback he's a Dallas Cowboy and he knows that in those situations he's stepping on the field like okay guys okay let's 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 ride this wave let's do it let's do it and and you're hoping that that defense now is going to have a letdown they never gave them that they didn't give them an opportunity to breathe and when that happens you kill all hope and that's what they did yeah. and that that's the importance of that yeah no 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 glimmer of hope right that one glimmer of hope came from from jimmy's overthrow in the interception yeah so, but yeah. uh but look i mean i mean that that's that's an easy one to to, to point out obviously what not able to weather that storm um but i mean look jimmy did make some plays right he he did make some good plays and and he was able to manage the game and, and keep them in the game and, and not lose the game, uh, you know, for, for the Niners, um, most importantly. Um, when, when you when, when you think about that uh, and, and just, you know, what he's done these last couple of weeks, I mean, I, I think there, there's something to be to be said about that. And also, uh, would be remiss, didn't, didn't talk about Jawan Jennings once again. I mean, you talk about a guy who all of a sudden is becoming – not just a big play receiver, but a timely big play receiver, like a third down machine, which is huge, right? I mean, it, it, this is this is consecutive weeks now of, of him being able to do this, has some very critical uh, pickups against the Rams and now come back here, biggest game of his life uh, against the Cowboys and, and being able to provide that outlet there for, for Jimmy. And look, I mean, I'm looking at like, I, I think his... I think his emergence, look, Debo is Debo, right? But uh-huh. I, think, I think you can look at Jawan's emergence and kind of get an idea of, 
of of Kyle being able to have even more comfort to line up uh, Debo in the backfield, right? Because he knows he's got two dudes on the outside in BA, and now Jennings who's emerging. And then you also got Kittle as well, right? Um, so so I, I think that has allowed Kyle to to, to give. Debo even extended reps uh, coming out of the backfield, lining up, lining up at tailback. Uh, and uh-huh. I think it's a huge, I think it's a huge luxury. And, and Jennings has just emerged. I mean, another late round find uh, by these guys. I, I think he's been, I think he's been huge. I think it was another great effort from him on uh, on Sunday as well. Yeah, well, and you know what? You, you talk about how it gives a comfort level to Kyle to be able to, to move Debo around. Um, the part you did mention, or maybe you did, but the part that is, also just as important is the comfort level that the quarterback is developing with yes that to part. go to him in those big situations to not have to focus and lock in on Debo who they're going to be taking away or Kittle who they like we we saw him throw a ball to Kittle that got intercepted versus the Rams in a critical situation because he's going into triple coverage because he's like I gotta have a play I gotta go to my gotta make a play guy Okay, that's what that's what's going to happen. The more guys that you feel comfortable with, the more stress it puts on the defense, because you got to decide who you're going to single up. And Jennings is going to be the guy that they're going to single up. And you got now that quarterback is saying, I can trust this guy to make that play. Why? Because he's done it over and over. You don't have to question whether or not he can do it. That makes it definitely more difficult to defend that offense in those situations. That so that's important. Huge, yeah, huge, huge. Uh, and so it was the Niners twenty three seventeen win, and oh, in Dallas over the Cowboys. Last minute of that game took uh, probably about a half hour. I don't know. It, it, it took a lot out of me. I tell you that. Much. It sounded it sound like it took five years off your life. <laughs> that was the first time I ever watched this game. Like this game is literally taking years off my life. It was it was amazing. It was amazing, but it was great and obviously fantastic to end up on the winning side of that thing. So that 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 was phenomenal uh in itself and i got i got some neighbors who live right across the way from me they're niners fans as well so uh you can hear them yelling from from the other side and and, and me yelling over here so it was it was uh it was fantastic so yeah you know what i'm sorry let me jump in i I do have to say this this is the first time i was talking to my television in quite some time because (laughs) i I don't i was i was literally just like laughing and talking about it and all of this stuff and, and 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 just going back and forth on it um, yeah, I, I, I did do that. Oh, you know what? I got one more thing I want to address and then I'm gonna let you go. Let go, you go. This is my last comment. Um, there was a lot of dirty stuff, cheap shots, um, by, by the teams out there. And I saw one, I don't know if I saw it on Instagram or if it was Twitter where someone was talking about, it, and I think it was Jennings that may have gone back and he knocked down, um, oh, the, the block digs. on digs. Yeah, that the block on digs and everyone was talking about, you know, how, how they're punking them and they're taking their heart and all that stuff. Like, no, guys, that's cheap. That's cheap. You you if you if you want to be tough, and that's what I'm saying, that's the difference in the Niners, and that's the difference, in, and he needs to understand that as a player. If you're tough, you can look a dude right in his eyes. You can look him straight in his face. That's why when I play, I didn't even wear thigh pads. I just tell guys all the time, it's because if you hit me in my legs, that's my fault. I see you coming. I know how to keep you off my legs. So I don't need pads on my legs because you're not going to get to my legs. That's that's my job to keep you off my legs, even if you're trying to cut me. 
there's no, there's no way you're supposed to hit my legs if I'm looking at you. Now, if you come from behind and you you cut me from behind and you do something, no, that's a fight. Now, see, Diggs in that situation, I would have gotten a flag because I would I would I, we I, we would have been fighting right then because I need to let you know that you can't do that because if I let you do it, the next person's going to do it. They're going to see it on film and say that's I can do that to him, and that's how you get hurt. That's dirty. That's cheap. Be better than that. Beat them. Beat them. Face to face, eye to eye, be better on that snap. And and from our from our fan standpoint, be better than that. Be better than that. You, I, I can get you. Football is a game to where even when you try something dirty, I can get you face to face. That's the best thing about football is that. I get to prove that you're not that tough. You can talk. It ain't like it ain't like playing basketball where you can everybody's gonna make a three. Every, you can come and make that layup. You might dunk on me. I can't put hands on you because if I touch you, they blow a whistle. Yeah. Well, guess what? Football, I get to show you. I can line up, look you in your eye, nose to nose, and tell you that I'm about to smack you. And I can prove to you that all that talk, that you're not that tough. And the greatest thing about the game is that you get to prove exactly who you are. Like I said about the Niners, you go into this game and you don't disappoint them. You think I'm a bully? I get to show you that I am. That's the thing about, that's the thing about this game that's so great. You don't need the cheap shot guys to prove that. So that's why I don't like that. And the fan base. We don't need to celebrate stuff like that. Just me. Yeah. No, I'm. I I, I hear you. I'm. I'm. I'm 100% in agreement with you on that. Uh, definitely don't want any cheap shots. Definitely want to keep it clean and, and and respectable as well. And 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 especially from the fan base perspective, you know, like that that whole be better. Like the standard is a standard. I mean, that's for the players, but it should also be for for the fans as well, right? You you should you should definitely act uh a, a certain way, but behave accordingly. Um. Niners picking up the win in Dallas, 23-17 over Super Wild Card Weekend, advancing to the divisional round to take on the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau on a Saturday. So quick turnaround, a little bit of a short week here for the Niners, but of course, uh, we'll get you ready for that one, break that one down later on in the week. I want to encourage you and remind you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like or follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead and hit that like or follow button. Uh, feel free to get involved in the conversation like my man Kruger submitting some uh, some questions for the show on Twitter. I'm at rhaylock and he is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I am at Watch Ray Ray. He is at Eric Davis underscore 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 underscore. That's four underscores. So for my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.